0: Please show me something stupid in her so I can just walk away and not even (laughs) pursue her in the first place. Because I'm not going to put my time, energy and all this in there if this is just a date. I can't do that. Welcome to the Prince George's Daily. In this season, we will be taking a look at love and relationships in Prince George's County. You will get up close and personal accounts of the crushing pain and pitfalls of love, as well as the overwhelming pleasure and benefits of love, from different singles and couples. Our very own Heavenly Bee dives in deep on this heavy topic. So keep your tissues handy as you listen to stories of trial and triumph, betrayal and loyalty, and failure and determination, all in the pursuit of love. I'm David
1: Smalls, and I hope you're ready for love. Stay tuned. Hello, Prince George's County. I'm Del Roden. today is February 3rd, 2020. In today's episode of the Prince George's Daily podcast, Heavenly Bee presents the first of a two-part interview with a young married couple in Prince George's County. They share the work and the play of married life. If you want to know what it's like for youth and marriage, catch it here on the Prince George's Daily with our Prince Georgians of the day, David and Janelle Smalls. For this season, we are focusing on all that makes Prince George's County a great place to look for love, show love, and be in love. We are telling the whole story of love and relationships in Prince George's County. Stay tuned right after the weather. In today's weather, a high temperature will jump up into the mid-60s. Our low temperature tonight will be right around 50 degrees before dipping just a little bit tomorrow. Tomorrow we have a 60% chance of rain with a high right around 60 degrees and a low tomorrow night in the mid-40s. According to the National Weather Service, our sunrise this morning was at 7:11, and our sunset will take place at 5:29 for Prince George's County. That's the weather for today, February 3rd, 2020. Stay with us after our premiere for the Season of Love, we will bring news from the desk of Lillian Torres. I will be sitting in for Lillian today. And immediately following today's news headlines, our own Modiga brings our first installment of Black History Moments. In today's news, a fatal train accident this morning, a firefighter wannabe starts a fire in the county, and over 500 jobs may be leaving Prince George's County. You will definitely want to hear more of this. Right now though, let's hear from our Prince Georgians of the day, Janelle and David Smalls, with our own Heavenly Bee.
2: Hey everybody it's your girl Heavenly B here with the Prince George's Daily and today I'm here with Mr. and Mrs. David Small. Say hello to my people. Hey people. Hey. (laughs) Saying hanging with me is always a good time and talking about love is always always a good time. So we're gonna just jump right in and talk about The love story between Miss Janelle and David. I'm sure these are going to be two different stories because it always is. So we're going to start with Janelle's perspective (laughs) first. How
3: did you and David meet? We met in a band. Okay. Yep, we met in a band. Um, He's going to say the same thing, right? Okay. Yeah, he's nodding. Okay. (laughs) Um, We met in a band years ago. I was in college and his sister was in the same, she was vocalist in the same band and then she quit like two weeks later but <laughs> it's fine um, so I love her um, and we ended up needing for this one particular gig that we had we needed a guitar player mm-hmm. and so the leader of the band ended up hiring David and he ended up staying with the band and that's how we met we were just bandmates you were looking at him like mm, nah you weren't thinking about David nope dang David we- I was not <laughs>
2: <laughs> What's your story, David? Uh, it's the same story because I wasn't thinking about her
0: either at the time. <laughs> I we both, about um, that. in relationships at the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, I mean, we were okay. interested in the people we were with at the time. Uh-huh. Um, so we didn't really get interested in each other until it was probably at least uh, yeah, a year maybe, or so yeah, after... Yeah. And we he was just, in the bro zone. Yeah, I mm-hmm. mean, was a bro zone. I was closer to some of the other women in the group than I was to her. So we were always cordial and cool, but it was never like, a, oh man, I'm trying to get at that. But mm-hmm. what happened about a year or so after we were in the group, uh, we started uh, going through or experiencing funny things in the relationships we were in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we ended up going to a birthday party for the leader of the group. And as fate would have it, We sat at the end of the table together, and we started talking. And I'm sitting there telling her just some of the scenarios that I'm dealing with. And she's telling me some of the scenarios she's dealing with. Like, wait, it sounds like we're going through the same Mm crap. And it's like, so I'm not crazy, and you're not crazy. So they're starting to make sense. So all night... Everybody in the group is sitting there talking and having a good time. We are talking to each other the, the entire night. time. The whole night. Oh, wow. Yeah. entire Wow. So entire time. So this
2: is like a movie. This is giving me rom-com. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 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 Sort of, Cuz
0: this was like the first time we actually really kind of like
2: So was that rom-com? that moment yeah. where you where you started looking at each other with different eyes?
3: For for me, yeah. Cause, Absolutely. Cuz I definitely was like
2: Oh, I think like I was I like in the car him. like
3: when I when I was on my way home, I was in the car and I was like, uh oh.
2: I don't have to deal with this crazy anymore because it's actually nice men out here.
3: I walked her back
0: to my car and I almost got lost trying to find mine. But I was like, I'm gonna make sure she gets back to her car okay. And on my way back to my car, I'm like, I might be lost, but shoot, that was a good conversation.
2: She's on the map now. Okay. So you both have it in your mind. I'm feeling him. I'm feeling her. Who knew to make the first move? Was it David? Like, was this your thing where you just made the first move and say, hey, let's actually pursue each other. Or did Janelle say, Sweetie, I know what I want and I want you.
3: So it's kind of funny. Interesting.
0: Neither one of it was it was it almost it almost began as a joke in a
3: sense. It did actually begin as a joke. (laughs) In a sense. Elaborate. So um in the band, um, we were all very close, okay. and we always hung out at David. David David, and his brother was together in the town home at the time,
2: mm-hmm. and
3: we always hung out at their house all the time. And so all the girls in the band, we were like, we're always at their house. They're always, like, letting us hang out. Let's just, for Valentine's Day, we'll cook for them, you mm-hmm. know? And we were like, yeah, you know, we, we appreciate our brothers. They're always taking care of us, and, you know, we always in their house all the time. Like, you know, so... You ain't had no alternative modem. No. Because you know that food gets to the man. And I mean, They love that food. At least I didn't think I did at the time. Mm-hmm. I, I will say that. I'll be honest. I didn't think I did. But anyway, so they were appreciative. And I think David had put something out on Facebook saying, um, you know, appreciate my sisters for, you know, blah, 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 and like put a picture or whatever. My ex, who I was still friends with on Facebook at the time, saw his post because he was friends with him and was, like, texting me and said, I hope you and David are happy together.
4: And mm. made this
3: huge assumption mm. that we were together because of his, it, yeah. yeah. So we were like, oh, well, yeah. since we're together, <laughs> Janelle you know. Told me, and
0: immediately the jerk in me kicked in. I said, oh, well, since we're a couple, <laughs> we might as well act like one. So we would go out to the store or something, and we would go in, like, hey, we should hold hands because that's things couples do. Let's hold hands. Let's. Let's walk a little closer together. We would say things like, hey, dear, and all that kind of stuff. It's like, oh, since we're together,
1: boo. we might as well, hey, blah, blah,
0: blah. <laughs> and little by little, it, it wasn't, wasn't a game, game anymore. It wasn't a joke Like, anymore. it wasn't yeah. like
2: a, hey. It was like, boo, um, like, you my boo, right? boo. Um, I don't want to, like, over here. I'm going
0: to hold your hand. I'm just going to hold your hand. Like, I'm Aww. not. It's
3: not a joke anymore. That's I gonna so feel it. Insane. So, like, we... There wasn't like a pursuit; it was just something that happened organically, you and, know.
2: And you didn't even have to have the discussion per se no. that hey, we're together. Y'all we just never knew. did.
0: Yeah, we created a date to say that this is yeah. the day we started dating because it
2: happened we so organically.
0: Good. We didn't even remember, like, yeah.
2: Oh. yeah,
0: okay, we were just
3: together.
2: I know that's right. I love it. <laughs> so, as you guys begin to uh, strengthen your relationship, and y'all started thinking relationship. I mean, marriage. How long did it take for y'all to start having those conversations?
0: Like three weeks. Yeah, like we. Y'all, my kind of couple, child. (laughs) We, both of us, before we got together, like two weeks before we officially said, "Okay, I guess we're officially together." I was praying hard, and Mm -hmm. I was like, "Look, God, I'm starting to feel her," and I'm not the kind of person that's going to waste time and energy. I'm like, if I don't, if this is not going to go somewhere. Please show me something stupid in her so I can just walk away and not even (laughs) pursue her in the first place because I'm not going to put my time, energy, and all this in there if this is just a date. I can't do that. Absolutely. So I'm praying hard like two two weeks straight. And what I got back from God was like, I can prepare a table in front of you all day. It's up to you to
3: partake. Mm. I said, okay, thank you, sir. Appreciate that. (laughs) Meanwhile, she was praying the whole time I was as well. And we didn't know until after we... You know i guess weeks after we officially realized that we were together like we talked about it and i have been praying i have been talking to my girlfriends i was like you know what you know what do you think about this and what do you think about that because they knew that i i liked him
2: mm-hmm.
3: um but i really prayed about it i was like journaling and yeah. stuff and like lord do i need to fast lord me. yeah you know um and i i didn't get like a, a actual Mm-hmm. And cool, like, response that David did. I just knew. <laughs> <You> just knew. <laughs> yeah, I just knew.
2: <laughs> so, um, you you went through the process of praying and, and asking God, and you got the confirmation, hey, this is the one that I want to marry. What fears did you have, though, from previous relationships that lingered?
0: So, the thing hmm. about us that we did very early, uh, once we decided that we were a couple because we had been talking I mean yeah, yeah. about the relationships and things that we had and, and not just those but previous relationships things that failed, things that didn't go right one of the first things we did especially I think actually after our first kiss which yep. was a few weeks after we were together, it was a nice good night kiss, she was going home blah blah blah, I was like to me I'm, like, I'm going to go in and I'm going to get a kiss tonight and but I was like, bro, ask. how I'm gonna do this? <laughs> you know, I gotta make sure I do it right. I don't, if I go in and she turns the cheek, <laughs> I'm gonna just be like, oh, all right, you know, that's that. <laughs> not. But so we kiss or whatever, and I'm like, okay, I'm walking back in the house. I get as soon as I get back in the house, we get on the phone. All right, so we need some boundaries because mm-hmm. this is real. Like we, we're not gonna do. We want to make sure that this is as.
2: Y'all made a plan to not I have sex it. until marriage.
3: Oh, absolutely. That's
2: so let's make like that clear 90. to our listeners. So they made a they made a vow that they were going to wait to have sex until marriage. Mm-hmm. And yeah. why was that significant?
3: Oh, God, for so many reasons. I mean, you know, I had experiences in the past. I wasn't a virgin when I got married. So I already knew what that could do to a relationship. And mm-hmm. I knew what that could do to me. Like, emotionally, it, emotionally you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I didn't want to, um, contaminate what we already had because it was already so pure and so organic and genuine that that was the first thing. And I really like, I really loved him. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, I'm not going to do anything to make him fall or do anything that'll, that'll hurt him yeah. as well. In yeah. addition to, you know, I didn't want to hurt myself, you know, yeah.
2: That so too.
3: You know, and from my personal past and, and, you know, what I've been through, I was like, no, if this is, like, if this is the one that I prayed about and God was like, yeah, I'm not going to mess this up. I know, that's you right. You know? We so, were very protective of each other. Very. And, and I, I didn't do
0: things that set her up. Like, one of our boundaries was, we're not going to kiss like we married. Because mm-hmm. we're not. Mm-hmm. Like, as if you kiss a certain way, certain things are going to happen. Mm-hmm. And we're both realistic enough to know, I'm a man. Your woman, my body works. Your body works. Mm -hmm. If we turn them on, turning them off might not be an option. Yeah, so that's just like it wasn't like she was wearing skimpy clothing around me or showing me all the good. Like we didn't do previews of oh this is what marriage will look like. No, I intentionally wanted to get to know her.
2: Yeah,
0: from the physical, I'm like I I can wait for the physical. I need to know the substance of the woman, Mm -hmm. and that'll only enhance the physical when whenever that happens. But I'm willing to. Make the investment. I'm willing to find out who she is because I need to know whether she's worthy.
2: And so, from your previous relationships, did you handle that the same way, or like was that a fear that you decided, okay, I'm going to handle this one different because my past, I did not handle it that way.
3: Uh, Absolutely, I did not. um, Even and here's the thing, my the ex that I was telling you about, I I didn't sleep with him at Mm -hmm. all, Mm -hmm. you know, um, but. I still didn't hold the same standard. Right. You know, and even with not holding the same standard, I saw how that clouded things. And, um, you know, cause you know, you know, they touching, do doing and, touching and, 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 mm-hmm. and, and doing things,
2: touching and, doing everything except going way.
3: you know, um, I don't know how real we can get. Um, you can get but, all the way uh, <laughs> real. This is having a love, <laughs> a condition baby. So, uh, you know, we're doing everything but to do. I'll yeah. just say that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, even with that, like, you know, homie would be like, "Well, you know, just, you know, just let me, you know, just a little bit." Yeah. <laughs> like, no, no, it's <laughs> like,
2: not gonna stop me. <laughs> no, you know,
3: like, next thing you know, it's gonna be like, "Oh, it's just that one time," and then that one time gonna be every time. Exactly. You know. Yep. So even with even then, with having with with having my past and then having that one relationship where I was like, "Okay," you know, I'm a Christian. I'm I'm not gonna have sex before marriage, and that. But I still crossed boundaries. boundary. Mm-hmm. I, I still... Well, I don't want to say cross boundaries, but I just... I m- made decisions that I that w- I don't think were best for me. And I, I could see that. And so when we finally did kiss, I was like, look, dog. Let's
2: mm-hmm. not do that on what
3: If you kiss me like this... I think I told him bad. exactly. I was like, if you kiss me like that, I'm going to be pregnant. Mm-hmm. Okay? <laughs> That's just what it's going to be. So if you don't feel like having babies, let's just not. Okay. You know?
2: <laughs> so, okay... You, you had some experience, right? I did. So you, your stuff getting worked up was a little harder to cool back down, right? You think? Because David had something more to protect. You want to tell your own story, David?
0: Yeah, so I was a, a virgin when we got married. Um, I was not a Puritan. I was, <laughs> I was a virgin. And like... Uh, like she was saying just like the, the the one of the main reasons why we set boundaries is because we have all been in a situation where it's like if I don't say no, I won't say no. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so it's like I just for me, I knew she was special before I got with her because for me marriage has always been like my dream has always been my family before I, anything else about accomplishments or I always wanted to have a family. Yeah. And so because of that, there were certain things that I did or didn't do because I was thinking, thinking long-term. I consider myself an, an anomaly in a lot of ways because mm-hmm. a lot of the guys at the time didn't have the same type of mentality that I did, and that's cool, but I was never one of those, just because everybody else is out here doing it, I have to do it. I like to think for myself. So I'm sitting there thinking, whoever this woman is, when I meet her... I need to be able to give her something special and I can't give it to her if i don't give it to everybody else. Okay. And so...
2: So, I'm sure that dating phase did not last long though. Um, so, actually, <clears throat> we dated for...
3: Three years. Three years. Oh. Yeah. Three years. I actually was, prior to dating him, I was celibate for... Oh, God. Uh, like seven, I think seven, seven. years. Yeah. So, you know, after after being celibate that just like, yeah, you it's just, just forget, be hard, you know, right? it's, Like what is what is that? You don't even it's it's not it's not like riding a bike, guys. Um <laughs> I'm just saying, you know. But you so, know, practicing is great. But anyway, um <laughs> so how was the
2: proposal? Let's 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 get to proposal oh day. David, tell us what you did right, what you did wrong. tell, David, tell us
0: the story about it. I didn't do anything wrong um because (laughs) i asked her to marry me so that was (laughs) okay that that was the right thing all along but what i ended up doing so we have been talking again we talked like we when we talked we talked about everything like yeah expectations were you interested in marriage do you want children finances what does that look like um we talked about past history we talked about past hurts we talked about how we were brought up, we talked about dreams, all kinds of things, dreams, dreams like everything, our best and our worst parts of our lives, like things we regret or things that, you know, hey, I dealt with this. Hey, I dealt with this. So in the future, if it ever comes up, you know, you have reference. It's not that like, I had no idea you were or dealt with that. No, you know. So we talked about marriage a lot and we were just talking about the reality of, OK, we plan on getting married okay, what What does that look like when and all that kind of stuff. So, at one point, we had started talking about the types of rings or so that we wanted, well, mainly her. Because I was like, <laughs> I'm, I want to take you with me to pick out the ring you want because I don't want to get you something that I like and you don't like it. Yeah. So... I took her out. We went to Annapolis, went out to the jewelry store out in Annapolis. And I think we started in the expensive one. And when they told me this is how much it costs, I said, thank you. Have a nice day. So we went to another one. And she told me that she said, well, I don't I don't want a diamond. I said, Oh, Jesus, I should marry you right now. (laughs) She uh, picked out a, a stone that was significant because it was the stone for the
3: month that
0: we were dating, correct? Aww. It was the
3: the stone of the birth month, or I guess the birth month stone or whatever, of the month that we started dating. Okay. So that was like the birth of, of yeah. us. That's kind of like what I was thinking.
0: So we were picking out rings. She picked out one that she liked, and she picked a band, and then I was like, oh, since we're here, hey, which one of these do you think look good for me? Blah, blah, blah. So I, was, I saw them, okay. And then when we get to the uh, lady, she tells us how much they cost. I was like, oh, shoot, I can afford all three of them. So I said, okay, well, thank you so much, blah, blah, blah. We walked out, and I think she went to the restroom or something. I go back in there and said, I'm coming back tomorrow to get those. So I came back the next day, purchased the rings. So I already had them. Now I had to start planning the whole, okay, when am I going to propose? How am I going to propose? All that kind of stuff. I was like, well, before I do any of that, I need to talk to her parents. Get there okay. Because I'm, I'm like, listen, I need to know that y'all are just as okay about this as I am. I mean, if you're not, that's good. It that is what it is, but i just want to inform you that I'm gonna to propose to your mm-hmm. daughter. So I talked to them and told them one day, I thought, like, I need to come and talk to you. So I was like, okay. So I come to their house, ask them for a hand in marriage. I was like, thank you, it's about time. <laughs> so I start planning this engagement party. We ended up going, I, I went to a hibachi restaurant, Um, had some friends there. My, at the time, most of my family was living In North Carolina, Mm -hmm. so they weren't able to make it, but they knew. I told everybody what was going down, so I'm like, okay, I got the ring in my hand and had it in my pocket, and so I was like, I told my friend, I was like, I'm gonna go and say I gotta use the bathroom, and then when I come back, I'm gonna propose to her. So you get your camera and stuff ready, blah blah blah. So I do that. I come back and I start giving her this speech, and then at the end of it, I was like, yeah, I'm I'm just tired of being your boyfriend. I can't be your boyfriend anymore. And I get on my knee and I propose. Now, I'm expecting, and this is me, I'm expecting, you know, some, some tears, some <laughs> snot perhaps, maybe a, a little mucus would have helped. A little, thug a little to look, in the something, you know, like an clear an your crack. throat or, you know. She smiled. Yeah, sure.
2: <laughs> no, actually, I didn't say yes. I like, just
0: went. Sure. I'm like.
2: <laughs> no, you did. <dead. laughs> I'll
0: be like rewind sure. it and play that back. I'm like I, I'm on my knee and I, I okay sure okay well I mean we're getting married. It wasn't
3: now so no it wasn't no so I was I I'm, I was too cool I'm sorry you too, too cool too for that long. I'm not about to be doing all this in front of these
2: people. I I
3: think the thing is you know most women I think who when they get the the engagement you know I always have to explain like he you know outside of the fact that I'm a thug and thugs don't cry okay um. <laughs> <laughs> um, most women are always surprised we knew this was coming yeah. you know like we planned for this I picked out the ring you knew like, you were you know, to no today. I was actually more shocked at the people being there because it was actually our anniversary that day aw oh. So, it was our three-year anniversary, and we were just going out to eat for our anniversary. And then, when we walked into the room, I was like, oh, look at all these people. You knew that day then. When you saw them people, I know you no, had a feeling. No, I literally had no idea. I was like, oh, anniversary party, yay. Okay. And then, so, when he proposed, I was like, oh, okay, this is it. Okay, great, sure. Great. Right. You know, and, yeah.
2: Well, that, I, just, I knew. She said that's yes. Not that's
3: that's not that. Not that okay so i was excited okay i was i was very excited and i'm still excited uh, today to be married to you
2: (laughs) now that we finished talking about butterflies and sugar plums oh lord
3: let's (laughs) get to
2: the stuff that people really want to know and that is about how you overcome
1: Here's the latest news from the Prince George's Daily Podcast. I'm Del Roden sitting in for Lillian Torres. Mark and Amtrak riders this morning were seeing some residual delays after a person was struck and killed by a train in Seabrook. The incident happened around 5 o'clock this morning just west of the Seabrook Mark Station. Prince George's County Fire Department said units responded to Lanham Severn Road for a report of a train colliding with a pedestrian. The victim was located and pronounced dead at the scene. Speed restrictions were in place for much of the morning. A man who once applied to be a volunteer firefighter in Prince George's County has been arrested and charged with arson, according to the County Fire Department. 19 year old Giancarlo Reyes of New Carrollton was charged in connection with a January 20th fire at a vacant house in Lanham. Fire officials say the damage was estimated at $50,000. County Department said Reyes had applied in January 2019 to be a volunteer with the West Lanham Hills Fire Department. His application was denied. The fire department also says that Reyes was charged with first and second degree arson. And the parent company for Safeway grocery stores, Albertsons Companies of Idaho, is closing its distribution center in Prince George's County. That move will lead to the elimination of nearly 520 jobs. The distribution center is located on Leland Road in Upper Marlboro, and Albertsons says that it will close the center in August and begin supplying its D.C. and Baltimore-area stores from a Pennsylvania distribution center. Albertsons will market the Upper Marlboro facility for sale after it officially closes. For the Prince George's Community News, I am Del Roden.
4: Hey guys, it's your girl Mo Diggs, and today I am here with your daily Black History Moment with Mo. And you can't mention Black history without mentioning Dr. Martin Luther King. Today, we honor his most memorable speech, one of the most memorable speeches in not just Black history, but all history in general. On August 28, 1963, 250,000 people, both Black and white, participated in the March on Washington for Jobs and Freedoms the largest demonstration in the history of the nation's capital and the most significant display of the civil rights movement's growing strength. After marching from the Washington Monument, demonstrators gathered near the Lincoln Memorial where a number of civil rights leaders addressed the crowds calling for voting rights, equal employment opportunities for blacks, and an end to racial segregation. The last leader to appear was a Baptist preacher, Martin Luther King Jr. of the Southern Christian Leadership Conference, who spoke eloquently of the struggle facing black Americans and the need for continued action and nonviolent resistance. I have a dream, King intoned, expressing his faith that one day whites and blacks would stand together as equals and there would be harmony between the races. I have a dream that my four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin but by the content of their character. King's improvised sermon continued for nine minutes after the end of his prepared marks, and his stirring words would be remembered as undoubtedly one of the greatest speeches in American history. At its conclusion, King quoted an old Negro spiritual, free at last, free at last, thank God almighty, we are free at last. King's speech served as a defining moment for the civil rights movement, and he soon emerged as its most prominent figure. That's it for your daily Black History Moment with Mo.
0: This podcast is brought to you by Prince George's Community News and Prince George's Community College. Celebrating over 60 years of offering the highest possible standards in college education for the county and the region. Visit us at pgcc.edu. The opinions expressed on the Prince George's Daily Podcast do not necessarily represent those of Prince George's Community College, its employees, or its affiliates. The producers of the Prince George's Daily podcast are Heavenly B, Maude Desay, David Smalls, Joshua Boykin, Brian Green, and Chandra Durham, and is executively produced by Dale Roden. Tune in tomorrow as we continue our discussion on businesses in Prince George's County. This
4: is the Prince George's Daily.